0: Welcome to Toy Talk with Dr. Tasha Toy, a talk show with probative interviews about relationships, self care, and so much more. No batteries included, it's time for Toy Talk. Here's Dr. Tasha Toy. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Dr. Tasha Toy. And welcome to Toy Talk, No Batteries Included. It is time for us to come together, darlings, to discuss another topic of interest that we believe that will enlighten your life and will make a difference. Remember, this is where you come to learn in South, uh, south southern Utah in St. George to learn more about yourself, which means self-care, self-help, and self-advocacy pop culture. What are people wearing? What are people watching? What are people reading? We don't know. We ask appropriate questions to try to figure out what they are and to share them with you. We want you to be in the know all the way. I could not do it this by myself. I tried it once. It was not fun. So I would like to introduce, introduce to you our co-host with the most, those lady, the lady with all the information. one, Miss Dr. Karen Reed Hendon, what's up, fam? Happy to see you. Woo! Oh, thank you, thank you. I did. I just did the wave. You didn't see it. Wave. (laughs) Did the wave for you. Well, Karen, what you been up to this week?
1: Uh, Just a lot with work, getting prepared for our summer programs that will be starting in the next couple of weeks. So just trying to get those last minute things completed.
0: So when you say a summer program, what kind of summer program do you lead?
1: So these are all of my pipeline programs for my K through 12 group.
0: Mm, K through 12. Oh, that's a lot.
1: Yes, it is a lot. And it pretty much takes up my entire summer.
0: How many, if you don't mind me asking?
1: I have uh, four getting ready to be a fifth.
0: <laughs> and so right. they just rotate week after week or how long of each session? So they all kind of intersect in
1: their own way. So our very first one is two weeks long and going into the second week, two more start that are both six weeks long. And then my fourth one starts is in July. Everything is finished though by beginning of August because that's when our med students start.
0: <sighs> so, mm. so you are constantly, constantly on a rotation of students coming in and out until the older ones come in. Correct. Do you get a
1: vacation? Do you get a summer? Not in the summer. I don't, I do. I did manage to build in uh, one week every year um, during the summer that I am out. And that is generally the uh, week when Independence Day takes place.
0: Mm, okay. So are you doing anything special this year?
1: I'm going to D.C. Mm-hmm. I am attending a um, a dance festival called Sawa Sawa. And I am looking forward to being in D.C. with my folks.
0: Well, you go and hit them up and do your thing. Yes, absolutely. Are you going to the African-American, uh, mem- uh, not history memorial, but are you going to go into the African-American Museum? Uh, the Blacksonian? I'm sure yes. going to try. Did you- <laughs> Say it one more time. The Blacksonian, yes.
1: Okay. I am going to try. Um, I don't know how much time I'll have, but I I will surely try. I've I've already been told that it's not something that can be enjoyed in one day. Like, you have to go multiple days to really get everything out of it.
0: Yes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So, the Blacksonian. Yes, the Blacksonian. Ah, That's a good one. I need to use that (laughs) one more often. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, for for me... um, I am preparing for vacation, so I'll leave you to work, but we don't have a summer program yet. Finger in the air. But um, in doing so, that's a good thing is that the summer is planning and reviewing and getting information together so we can have a decent, um, a a good jump off for the upcoming fall. Um, So I will be on vacation, so I'll think of you... As I float, float on, I'll just say that I'm not going to say where I'm going because some people know, I'm just going to say it like that. You don't need to know all my business. Keep it real. Mm -hmm. I know where you're going, but yes, keep it real. Because you know all the bodies are buried, so you got to know where it is. Yes. But in doing so, what we are, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's topic or today's topic is something that we have touched on time and time again in the work that we've been doing with you about with this podcast. Very simple, we have been trying to make sure that you feel healthy, you feel secure, that you are, your voice is being heard and that you are the one who masters this path. But you know, from time to time we have to engage with other people. And engaging Mm -hmm. with other people, that means that we welcome them into our lives. That could be Um, that's usually a spouse or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a significant other. Um, but sometimes that relationship does not work. And so tonight is going to talk about relationships in a general form. Mm
1: -hmm. When
0: we talk about relationships, like I said, we think of it as another pairing or another group of individuals that are close to our heart. But relationships are not only those, but they're with family, they're with friends, Mm -hmm. They're with professional individuals. And sometimes those relationships go up and they go down. They ebb and flow just like a river. And that's, again, going to be the topic of our discussion for today, which is, do you love me? Check yes or no. Relationships healthy and unhealthy. Which one do you have? So, to get prep for today, I asked Karen to take a look at the definition of what a relationship is. Karen, can you share what a relationship is about?
1: So, of course, I'm looking up in uh, dictionary.com. There are a number of different um, definitions for relationship. Uh, one is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. Uh, Another is the state of being connected by blood or marriage. Another is the way in which two or more people or groups regard and behave toward one another. And another is an emotional and sexual association between two people.
0: All right. So if you look at the definition, as Karen shared, it does talk about those who are binded by marriage by blood, which are the ways that we just got finished discussing. But also it talked about sexual relationships and all of that. We're not going to talk about the sexual relationship right now, but we are going to talk about the two that we have, um, have some control over sometimes that is our family and our friends. Mm -hmm. So Karen, when you think about a healthy relationship and an unhealthy relationship in your mind's eye, how do you, how do you define it? Or what examples can you give about what is considered to be a healthy relationship?
1: So one, it goes way beyond the both of you having similar interests.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, you know, oh, you like pink? Me too. Oh, you like popcorn? Me too. Like it, it goes much more beyond that. Um, but when I think about relationships and I think about the relationships I have with my friends and family, these are individuals that I will do anything for and they will do so in return for me. It's very symbiotic. It's not something where, um, you know, one person is trying to get over on the other person. It's a very symbiotic relationship.
0: Symbiotic relationship. You're using that that doctorate, aren't you? Yes, I am.
1: All all them dollars I done spent all that time, (laughs) yes. You're going to catch some GRE words (laughs) on this day.
0: So when you say symbiotic, can you give us more of an understanding of what symbiotic means?
1: So when I uh, use the word symbiotic, I am looking at it from the standpoint of things being in close association, uh-huh. but more importantly, it's this mutually beneficial relationship. Mm. So both individuals or both groups are getting something out of it. True. And it's meaningful for both sides.
0: Yes, and it's you know it, uh, the reason why I wanted you to define symbiotic is because oftentimes we have individuals that um, we use this term very loosely, but is very true are succubus. Mm-hmm. They suck relationship. They suck energy. They suck effort. They suck. They just suck. Generally, in your life. Mm-hmm. And that can be, and the reason why it's a succubus is because it's a parasite. We Mm -hmm. all have heard of what parasitic behavior is. That means Mm -hmm. when a person or an entity uh, latches onto a host, they- A leech. A leech. And they leech, they, they grab onto that thing. So it could be an organ in your body. We've all heard about parasitics. In our body, in our digestive system, we have heard about um, leeches, as Karen shared. And what they do is that one thing sucks the other person or other entity uh, without regard. And in doing so, what happens is the person who's being sucked has to work harder, has to be more focused, has to basically sustain its own life and the life of the parasite that is sucking, which is the leech. And so when you say uh, parasitic relationship, that is not a compliment I just would like to share with you. That is something that is very, very negative. So when we look at it like that, Karen, what are some of the things that we see when it comes to relationships as a whole? Well, let's take it um, step by step. One of the groups that we said that we're going to talk about tonight are family, our mm-hmm. friends, and our professional. And we said that parasitic and symbiotic are some of the two terms that we're going to use. So if we're going mm-hmm. to use those two terms, when it comes to family, how do you define a healthy, um, symbiotic exchange in a family setting?
1: Uh, One of the most important things that's out there is just having boundaries, Uh, knowing what you can and what you can't do, and being uh, mindful of that. Um, Every family has different rules of engagement, which they go by. True. Um, And there's always somebody in the family that is not trying to follow that because they want to go about things in their own way. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can only speak for my family. Um, like I know that, of course, we want those, you know, those of us that are all together, we want you to have your own life and do your yes. own thing. But at the same time, you were also brought up well and right. Yes. And there are some things that you just don't do. Like, if you walk in Big Mama's house, you speak to Big Mama first. Yes. You just don't go in and make a plate. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, um, you know, when when uh, there are elders in the room, you speak to your elders first. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, if you borrow money, you are supposed to come into an agreement to pay it back
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and actually pay it back, you know, and uh, some folks tend to use that family, um, that family connection as, as a scapegoat to not fulfill their side of the bargain.
0: More times than we want to share. More mm-hmm. times that we want to share. Mm-hmm. So, if we're looking at it in that stance, I would like to share something. Preparing for this, um, one of the groups when we're talking about um, healthy relationships, the thing that when I googled, I love you Google, and doing some research is the difference between healthy and versus unhealthy relationship, and this comes from the Hall Health Center, University of Washington, and some it says. A healthy relationship is when two people develop a connection based on mutual respect, trust, honesty, support, fairness, equality, separate identities, good communication, and a sense of playfulness and fondness. Now, Mm -hmm. each relationship is most likely a combination of both healthy and unhealthy characteristics. Relationships need to be maintained and healthy relationships take work. This applies Mm -hmm. to all relationships as we're sharing today, work relationships, friendships, family and romantic relationships. Thank you, Mm -hmm. University of Washington Hall Health Center. So if we look at that as our guidelines, it goes right in sync with what Karen was sharing is that a healthy relationship has all of these things and that it does not consume one person. It helps the other person, yes. It all the people that are in that particular exchange or relationship. <clears throat> yes. Have you been, and you can tell me it's none of my business and you don't want to put your business out there, but have you seen <laughs> or have you been have you been a witness to relationships that are healthy Yes in some instances yes I have
1: and I've been lucky enough to see it um with different colleagues experiencing it with different colleagues I've been very blessed to have a great circle of friends where it's it's very healthy you and I have a extremely healthy Uh, relationship with one another um so I have seen it in that way
0: but I'm glad that you have seen it in that way because I I have to agree our relationship is very healthy and it's it fits us and I know we have shared that many times of what our relationship is and how it functions how it is very honest it's very Mm -hmm. playful I think that's yes. why we're on the that's why we're on the podcast and the radio. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Right. But also in that honesty, we can also heal each other. We have trust, mutual respect. Um mm-hmm. we also are very fair and you know, and in fairness means that I'm gonna tell you when I like something, I'll tell you when I don't like something. And we are honest in that. It is not veiled or it is not um, tainted. That's the word I want to say. It's not tainted. And I want the best for you and you want the best for me. And the other part of this is good communication. Mm -hmm. We have, and I don't know about you, but I have seen opportunities or have seen places that people think Good communication means that I speak to you on a daily basis. I speak to you for an hour and we do this and the other, but we but liking it to work. How many times have we've gone to a meeting Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and we have sat there for an hour Mm -hmm. and it from then to now, it really is no difference. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of voices, a lot of conversation, but nothing is taken care of. Nothing is done. Yes. And so it's a lot of words. There's a lot of verbiage, but there's not any good communication. And I honestly think that that hinders any type of relationship that you have. Yes. Um, do you, when you talk, one of the other things is separate identity. Now, remember when we were in high school and we had a boo? Vaguely, but and, yes. And we ha- we were dating someone and we really liked them, but we started to assume their relationship
1: kind of so i was one of those who always had a if i had a boyfriend he went to a completely different school because i was always concerned about just being caught up in that individual
0: really Mm -hmm. tell us more the things i've learned so you mean to tell me when you were in high school if you were at high school a you would date a boy at high school c because you yes. thought that if you dated a boy at high school A with you, what did you think was going to happen? That
1: it would stop being something that was about us and just all of these other individuals would get in the middle of it. Oh. So early on, oh. I already kind of had that mindset of, you know, if I'm going to be in a relationship, I want the relationship to be between myself and that individual. Yeah.
0: That is interesting. Now, for me, I've dated people at my school. I've dated people because where where my hometown is located, it sits on the border to South Carolina. So mm-hmm. the joke was with my mom, she was like, you know, you worldwide, which I was. Because I dated a guy at my school, a guy at another school, a guy across the river, a guy who's older than me, a guy who's younger than me. That's, I really enjoyed my dating world okay that maybe i'm telling too much (laughs) now that i said it all out loud you know like hey 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 (laughs) they know too much they know too much so um that's part of the discussion um so we're talking that's a romantic relationship we talked about family i mean we talked about friends and we what about family what is a Good healthy, help health, a good healthy relationship you've had with your family. Oh, that's been
1: a little bit trickier because you know um, family dynamics and culture can often get in the way. Yeah. Um. So, in a sense, I had to kind of deal with family, and you know, from a kind of a kids' club, kids, kid gloves perspective. Uh huh. Uh, because I. I was always concerned about you know, making sure that I was you know putting the right foot forward, making sure that I did not offend or upset. But even in doing that, um, you at least for me, I found myself often feeling compromised uh-huh. because there are things that I did want to say or things that I did want to do that seemed to go against what others thought I should say or do.
0: Mm, understand, understand. Yeah.
1: So it was a real fight in trying to find my own voice in connecting with family.
0: Mm, that's never good at all. Yeah. And it's really hard to watch that happen because you do want it to be a success um, with your family. and But you can't allow it to be that way right. when it's not... When you don't have the participation of the individuals that you're in. I think that's right. the other part of the whole relationship is we want to make sure that we are taking we're taking the time to develop ourselves and the other person in a relationship. Most times people want to either help the other person to be better or they right. want to um, be a succubus. You know, like we said, we want to suck what... You know, this relationship is all about A, B, and C. So you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to just do A, B, and C in that time frame. I'm not going to try to be an equal partner in this relationship. And when that happens, everybody loses. Right. Absolutely. Everybody loses. So here's the thing. We have um, a few minutes. What I would like to say is... As we're going to break, I want you to invite, I want to invite our audience to think about the things that I shared about what makes a healthy relationship and ask the question when it comes to your family, when it comes to your friends, are you part of a healthy relationship? And to run down what that list is one more time, according to Washington uh, University of Washington, they have what makes a healthy relationship. And it is a healthy relationship is when two people, keyword is people, develop a connection based on mutual respect, trust, mm-hmm. honesty, support, fairness, equity, equality, fairness, um, excuse me, support of others, separate identities, good communication, a sense of playful fondness. All of these things things take work. Each relationship is most likely a combination of both healthy and unhealthy characteristics and they need to be maintained and healthy relationships again take work. So as we're going to break, I ask you how, what relationships do you have and are they healthy? When you look at your friends, when you look at your family, when you look at your professional organizations and relationships, Whether it's volunteer or you're getting paid, are you in a healthy relationship? Ponder that, and when we come back, we'll take a look at what is an unhealthy relationship and how to get out of said unhealthy relationship. This is Dr. Tasha Toy with Karen Reed Hendon, and this is Toy Talk. All right, and we are back This is Dr. Tasha Toy with Dr. Karen Reed Hendon, and this is Toy Talk, no batteries included. In today's episode, we are talking about relationships. Do you love me? Check yes or no. And we're taking a look at what are healthy and unhealthy relationships. The first few minutes ago, we talked about what is a healthy relationship when it looks like, uh, what it looks like in your family. When it looks like in your friends. But sometimes it doesn't match up. So how do you take care of those responsibilities and take care of yourself? So this time we are going to talk about what is an unhealthy relationship. I think we all have had the unfortunate uh, episode or chance to be with an unhealthy person. So... Uh What happens with an unhealthy relationship? Karen, have you seen or witnessed or experienced an unhealthy relationship? Yes. And when you have experienced that, and it could be when you were in high school, it could be whenever, what was the outcome? Do you want to share what that unhealthy relationship is based on what we shared from the University of Washington?
1: Uh, it felt very one-sided. Uh, I consistently felt like I had to work harder to appease the other individual so that they would feel okay.-huh. Um, I constantly put myself on the back burner so that the other person could feel valued mm-hmm. um, uh, It led to feeling resentment. Yes. Um, it led to a lot of self-esteem issues and, uh, self-doubt. Uh-huh. Um, I was, to be perfectly honest, being in that, uh, had me just physically sick. Mm. Yes. But Because of what I was in, um, I felt like I had no space to take care of myself in trying to deal with it. And it took a really long time to recover from that.
0: I believe it. And that's why um, all the things that you expressed are parts of an unhealthy relationship. Going back to this wonderful article, again, from the University of Washington, what are the signs of an unhealthy relationship? So some of the things that you mentioned are some of the things that they say are part of an unhealthy relationship, which are put one person before the other by neglecting yourself Or your partner. You feel pressure to change who you are for the other person. Feel worried when you disagree with the other person. You feel pressure to quit activities you usually do or enjoy. Pressure the other person into agreeing with you or changing to suit you better. Notice notice one of you has to justify your actions. Example, where you go or who you see. You notice one partner feels obligated to be intimate or is forced to be intimate, have a lack of privacy, or may be forced to share everything with the other person. You or your partner refuse to use uh, safer sex methods. You notice arguments are not settled fairly. You experience yelling or physical violence during an argument. You attempt to control and manipulate each other. You Mm -hmm. notice your partner attempts to control how you dress and criticizes your behavior. Do not make time to spend with one another. Have no common friends or have a lack of respect for each other's friends and family. Notice an unequal control of resources, resources meaning food, money, car, etc. And finally, on this list, but there are so many more, you experience a lack of fairness and inequality. If some of your relationships have some of these characteristics, it does not necessarily mean the end of that relationship, but recognizing how these characteristics affect you you can begin to work on improving the negative aspects of relationships to benefit both of you. Mm -hmm. So based on this list, it sounds like a lot of, not all, but a lot of these um, signs of an unhealthy relationship was part of the relationship that you just shared, Karen. And I can say that I have been in very unhealthy relationships and some of these things, I'm going to be honest, are, on the borderline of being abusive yes
1: when yes they are
0: so when you are being forced to be intimate with a person when you have to constantly um justify your actions of who you are interacting with and who Mm -hmm. and where you're going when you Mm -hmm. answer a question and you don't, don't
1: like the answer so they keep badgering you until you get to the answer they like
0: right or you yes. notice that when you answer the question, their face changes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That, those are all the signs of an unhealthy relationship. Since Karen mm-hmm. has shared about her unhealthy relationship, I'll share mine. Um, I was dating a young man um, in high school, and my appearance, I used to like to wear um, pressy clothing, but that changed. And I no longer wore that. I didn't want to wear nice things. I, I changed the whole idea of what I looked like. Um, when the person, we did go to the same high school. And when I went to the high school, it was, I, my fr- his friends were my friends. None of my friends were my friends anymore. And my friends had to go through his rigor and had to be approved by him. And in doing so, that meant that if my friends were not his friends or he did not like what they said or they noticed some of the things that he was doing of alienating me from them mm-hmm. um, or voice their opinion because they were true and honest and fair and tried to have good communication and did their mutual respect, um, he he shut them off. Um and asked why was I being friends with them. Um, I felt pressure to quit activities that were not centered around him. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: when I disagreed with him, I did not know if I was going to be verbally assaulted or even physically assaulted. And so with all of that being said, um, and also I put his wants before mine. And that was not healthy. That did not help anybody because it was a very negative place to be. And Mm -hmm. in hindsight, it was difficult. It was hard. It was not something that I just readily wanted to do and participate in.
1: Yeah.
0: And it took a lot of soul searching it took a lot of embarrassment because we have to be honest those of us who are on the outside looking in sometimes do not do a good job of supporting the one who wants to pull away um we have seen many times where a person has been um abused and have asked and has asked for support. And what happens is that support, uh, the person says, you know what, I'm not going to do it again because the last time I did that, you know what you did? You went right back to the situation. Mm-hmm. And that is not where those of us who are on the outside looking in should be. We, all sh- we right. should constantly support those individuals that are going through the drama.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and
0: all of us can point back
1: to a particular point in time when we were in a situation like that. That was um, not only uncomfortable but made us question who we were. And it took an extreme amount of work to get away from that.
0: Yes. So,
1: so you know, and it takes a very strong individual um, to finally take off the rose-colored glasses. Or see the red flags for what they are to say, I deserve better than this. You know, whether that's you know, a working relationship, whether that is a friendship or a romantic relationship, you know, you still get to choose how you want to be treated, and you still get to choose how you want to engage and interact in those spaces, even if that means leaving those spaces entirely.
0: True. Very true. And that is why we are bringing this topic up is because we want you to see what is a healthy relationship. We also want you to see or be able to identify what is an unhealthy relationship and an unhealthy relationship, not only, not only in your work, I mean, in your Mm -hmm. family and your friends, but it also happens in your work. We know a number of individuals that are in their respective fields, whether it's a doctor, Whether it's administrator or if it's the drive-through at the local fast-food location that experiences unhealthy relationships, and that's why we started this uh, whole segment, this whole episode, for you to understand the difference between what a what a relationship is about. It is not just the person that you're intimate with; it's not just the person that you think "quote unquote" loves you, but it is also with your family. And it is also with those that you work with. Karen, have you had an experience where you were working and you felt that you were being abused? Well, now, I wouldn't say yes. abused, but you were in an unhealthy relationship.
1: There were a couple of times that I was in, in that situation. Um, one was where I, I had to leave the organization entirely. Mm-hmm. And the other um was uh, getting to uh, the point where um, the person that was causing the distress had to be let go. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: uh, know, in, in one instance, the relationship was able to be salvaged because I was able to recognize that... The pressures that I was receiving was coming from a top-down situation, uh-huh. and that was just something that could not be helped. So, you know, whenever you work in any kind of organizational structure, if there's anything that's coming from the top that has to flow down to you, whoever is giving you that, they're getting specific feedback to do a certain thing. Right. And, you know, your job being low person on the totem pole is to try to um, do everything you can to execute it and execute it to the best of your ability. True. Um, but it got to, at least for me, it got to be to a point where I felt like the, um, the requests that were often coming in uh-huh. uh, were not... Uh, they just... Not that they didn't make any sense that they did, but the time frame in which things were being asked to be done
0: uh-huh.
1: just did not seem possible.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You know, now in 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 you know, true fashion, I was able to complete all the things that I needed to have completed, of course. but when it came time for me to really think seriously about my own experience, think about my career, uh, I was not given the same respect and uh value add in being in that role and thus you know me making the choice to make the move to go somewhere else where I would be value added
0: have you seen in hindsight always hindsight is 2020 clear Mm -hmm. and just as beautiful as possible looking Mm -hmm. over your shoulder do you see in, in not even from your perspective was the person like you said from the top down Did they acknowledge that wrongness? Um, I think that
1: they didn't begin to acknowledge it until they found themselves in a similar situation at another institution. And Mm -hmm. I think it was only at that point where the light bulb came on, like, oh, this is what they were complaining about. (laughs) This is why people were dropping out like flies. Um, but, you know, by that time, it was no love lost um, because everybody had kind of began to move on in their own separate ways and doing their own things. I mean, there were a lot of valuable lessons that I learned from that experience, and I'm grateful for each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that was that was a hard space to be in.
0: Yes. And, and you know, we are constantly talking about tonight we're or today we're talking about people us receiving unhealthy relationships but you know what let's be honest have you ever been the perpetrator of an unhealthy relationship yes have i been the perpetrator of an unhealthy relationship yes have you been the one who's created unhealthy relationships not the receiver not the victim but the perpetrator Mm -hmm.
1: i'm pretty sure At least a couple of times that has occurred, Um, but, you know, once you recognize that for yourself, Uh um, you should be able to course correct and own up to to how you, you know, brought the drama. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and there were instances where I know that I had to do that, where I had to, you know, step back and go, okay, I was completely out of line. I was completely out of pocket because I, I have had that happen before where I was the one that was causing the issue.
0: Uh
1: huh. Um, but that also forced me to step back and go, could there have been another way that I could have handled this? Uh-huh. And then I, you know, take that lesson and I put that into my toolbox.
0: Me too. I, I will say that there have been, I will say there have been a pepper perpetrator of of eels and i i in hindsight was like you know what what i said i'm not gonna apologize for but how i said it might have made you feel some kind of way yeah and in doing so i'm hoping that you hear what i'm saying I'm not going to back off. And I think that's the other thing is finding that right balance of a healthy and an unhealthy relationship where you can be honest, but you also have to put on your big girl panties as Karen says from time to time and actually hold people accountable to the work that you're supposed to be doing in this relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. Because us women, and I'll say this more times than not, we have been asked to concede we have been asked to take on the unhealthy um, parts of a relationship which like we said we might feel the pressure to change our mind we might Mm -hmm. feel the pressure the pressure we might feel the pressure of you know being worried when we disagree with the group and be the only one standing on that heel. We also might be the one who has to constantly justify our actions in the workplace. And I would say that's from a woman's standpoint, but also for a person of color. We have the responsibility of having a voice just like everyone else. And sometimes we use it. And when we do, some people don't want to hear it, especially in the job that you do. So that's Mm -hmm. where, because Karen and I both work in diversity, inclusion, and equity, And as our profession. And so, in doing so, we have to be honest when it's when we sometimes are being challenged within the workplace or the work that we do, having to challenge our colleagues, and it gets too much. It just gets too much.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, and what that tends to do for us is that we begin to think about. Okay, how do I want to engage my colleagues at the job, you know, moving forward? Um, And I know for myself, I can't speak for Tasha, but I know for myself that after I had to deal with the employee issue that I dealt with, I was very skittish about bringing another person on board. And it took a lot Mm -hmm. for me to finally say, okay, I'm ready to hire another person. Yes. Um. And had to be very intentional about how I hired and who was all at the table and who would give me their um, honest feedback and who would, um, you know, Be the best person for the role. And I'm really lucky that I have the person that I have now. She's amazing. But even both of them, but even that has taken me spending time with both of those individuals saying, here are some things that I'm expecting for you, because this is how I was burned before. And this should be A place where everyone should be able to enjoy coming to work and doing things. Mm -hmm. And so if there's anything that you feel any way about, come to me so that we can have those conversations and vice Mm -hmm. versa. And it has been a joy going to the office. I don't remember the last time that I felt this kind of joy when I go to my job.
0: Joy, joy, joy down in our hearts. And so uh-huh. we don't want to leave or end this podcast on negative down thoughts. Remember, this is toy talk, no batteries included, where we want you to have self help, self advocacy, and self determination. In so, doing so, Again, this is a podcast about healthy and unhealthy relationship. At the beginning, we outline what is considered to be a healthy relationship. And just at the beginning of this second part, we discuss the parts of what is an unhealthy relationship. And Karen and I both have been perpetrators of negative or unhealthy relationships, but we also have been on the receiving end. And some of that is because of our own doing. Um, it could be in our personal relationship, our family, and our professional lives, and also with our friends. But we also want to give you something to move forward. And we also, the, the biggest part of this um, this wonderful podcast or this radio show is for you to understand what it takes to get out of an unhealthy relationship. If you go to goodtherapy.org, they have 15 tips that they published back in 2016, 15 tips of letting go of a relationship that is unhealthy. See, mm-hmm. the thing about it is it's very easy to find yourself waking up or coming to the realization that you are in an unhealthy relationship. Something yes. that you are trying to get out of. So let's go over those 15 um, steps or tips before we go. So one of the things, the first one is to recognize the problem. Own awareness is the first step. Educate yourself or consider talking to a therapist or counselor or even a friend about what constitutes an unhealthy relationship. Well, you don't have to worry about that. We've already done that for you the yeah, second, you have to
1: be willing to take the flashlight and shine it on yourself.
0: On yourself, that is the mirror moment. The mirror moment. Look in the mirror, mirror and have a true moment. Allow yourself to feel. Sometimes when you're in unhealthy relationships, you get to the point that you are just numb to the entire process. You're numb from what the feelings that you're getting from that individual, but you're also numb from um, not being hurt. As Karen shared, when she was with her person, um, in her situation, she was so beat up and bruised that she needed to heal. So you need mm-hmm. to feel. But the thing about it is sometimes... You don't know that you need that moment to feel. Discover the lesson. Many people who move on from toxic relationships feel guilty or ashamed as they perceive the time they spent in the relationship as a waste. Now, remember, we said relationship is anything between two entities. So that, again, could be professional, it could be personal, and that means family and or friends. Create separation. Create that distance. Let go of the mementos. So if you know that this person is constantly on Facebook and you're friends with them on Facebook, unfriend them. If you're on social media, unlike, friend, link, all of those things with them because that is part of the memento, even when you do your work. So think of it like that. Take off. Your love goggles. Remember earlier I said there are parts that we, we get so veiled and we put on the love goggles. Everything is rosy. No, you don't understand. We start defending those people. Mm-hmm. Love often has a way, and this is even in work. You can love your coworkers. You can love your friends. Love often has a way of clouding your perception, which sometimes make it difficult to see someone who they really are. Compose Mm -hmm. a letter to your ex. Now, we said compose a letter. We didn't say send it. We want you to write down your feelings. Consider writing them in a letter, even if you choose not to send it. You don't even have to write. You don't have to write the letter and put it in an envelope. You can actually journal and let that emotional wave come through. Focus on empowering yourself. Rewrite your story. Practice forgiveness. Live in the present moment. Accept what is. Contribute to a cause you care about. When you give to other people, it takes all the burden off of you. It's kind of like a penance. It's kind of, you know, your way of making sure that you're getting back into the the throes of things. And also thinking about there are people that are worse off than you. Mm -hmm. Practice self-care, which is a very big one for us that means go to the movies as one of our favorite things. Take a nap, read a book, um, go to a massage. Those are the things that are considered to be self-care. Even even eating and indulging a nutritious food. Embrace mm-hmm. embrace the in what? Impermanence, what is that? Of life?
1: Em- embrace the impermanence of life. Yes. All things change. Uh Um, you know, especially when you are in a romantic situation, we often think about how we can't live without somebody, how we're going to be with them for life. My God, the nineties was filled with songs about nothing but being with somebody forever. (laughs) Uh, But sometimes those things change and you change and your partner changes And the only thing that is constant is change. So, you know, we recognize that everything, whether it's friends, family, relationships, they all change into something. So sometimes you just have to be okay with something coming to an end when it is time for it to come to an end. You can appreciate the good that you had. You can cherish the memories that you had and you can begin to let those go so that you can have experiences, new experiences that come into your life.
0: Well, Karen was very on point with that. listening to Toy
1: Talk with Dr.
0: Tasha Toy. We will to see you next time program, on Toy go Talk. Go to Facebook or YouTube, Spotify or Podbean, and look for Radio St. George, or go to RadioStGeorge.com. Join us next week for Toy Talk with Dr. Tasha Toy.